The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome back to the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast. I am so excited to join you for a second season. This is my passion project. And I want to give a big thank you to everyone who listened to season one. I've had so much great feedback and I've really enjoyed all your messages. So if you want to reach out to me, jump on over to NadiaDelacruz.com. And I'm also launching a brand new Patreon page this year. So what I'm doing is I'm giving you a space to get some you know, behind the scenes looks at what I'm doing here with the podcast. I'm going to be releasing exclusive video content to my subscribers and more benefits. So come over and support me. This podcast really depends on support from loyal listeners. I couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Today, we are going to be talking about reflections on the pandemic and looking forward into 2022. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Nadia Dela Cruz, founder of the Wayne Dyer Wisdom Community on Facebook and angeltarot.org. This podcast would not be possible without support from loyal fans like you, and I want to give a big thank you to everyone who supports me on Patreon. This is something new that I'm doing. You can get the link for that and more details about this podcast at NadiaDelacruz.com. Okay, so this is my first episode coming back into 2022. I have been working on the podcast for a few months now, um, but this is the first that you're hearing of it. So thank you so much for being here. If you haven't checked it out, I did do a Facebook Live in the Wayne Dyer Wisdom community on the same topic on uh, January 31st. So I'm going to put the video for that on my YouTube channel. You can get the links at NadiaDelaCruz.com. But the reason why I'm doing this now is the pandemic is sort of this elephant in the room. It's something that we've been living with for two years now. Um, Some people are saying, oh, we're going into year three of the pandemic. But you know what? I don't want to set us up for one more full year of this. So let's just say we're two years in and we're still in it and we're going to see what happens. But it's probably fair to say that nobody's life has gone unchanged. Individually and collectively, we've faced challenges that nobody saw coming. We do, however have choices, even in the darkest of times. And that's why I want to talk to you today, because I feel like Wayne's wisdom is so relevant and so current 
for what we're facing today. And in the Wayne Dyer Wisdom community on Facebook, I will regularly get questions of, you know, what would Wayne say about what we're going through right now? And that does cover a lot of topics. It's not just pandemic related. We've had a lot of challenges. But if you've ever asked, what would Wayne say about what we're going through now? This is my response to that question. And the truth is that every generation and every year brings its own difficulties. The circumstances since 2020 may be unique, but they're really not unprecedented. And the same advice that Dr. Wayne Dyer provided us since the 1970s contains the same transformative power for what we're going through right now. It's not the circumstances that make a man. They reveal him. So like he talks about uh, the orange, you know, you squeeze an orange and what comes out? Orange juice, because that's what's inside. So I think it's fair to say we've been squeezed pretty hard. Um, So what's come out of you? And if it's not all perfect, like that's okay. You know, we're human. This is an experience. This is a learning experience. Life is messy. I don't want you to feel bad about anything that you're experiencing. I want you to face it with love and humility and maybe even some gratitude. But we're going to talk today about some lessons from Wayne that we can apply to not only what we've been going through in the last two years, but maybe what we're looking forward to dealing with this year. And some of those lessons include some words of wisdom about fear, focusing on, you know, what you think about expands. We're going to go over some common excuses and the affirmations that Dr. Wayne Dyer wrote for us to help us overcome those excuses and move forward. And then we're going to finish it out today with a little talk about meditation and manifestation. So I hope that you'll stick with me here. Excuses are something that Wayne Dyer talked about a lot because he believed in taking radical responsibility for our lives and that if you put the power on someone else or some other condition over you, that you can't be happy unless someone else changes or, or some condition changes, then you're stuck. So if you really want to be free, if you want to live in the fullness of your potential, then you need to take that power back by assuming responsibility for everything that happens in your life. And I know that's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to ask somebody to do, but that's how you overcome difficulties. That's how you continue to move forward, even if it seems like everything else is falling apart. Now, people use excuses all the time. Like someone who had a difficult childhood might use that as a reason for why they're struggling as an adult. But someone else might see those difficulties and take them as the reason why they excel as an adult. So it can be used both ways. I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. Example number one, my father was a deadbeat. He was an alcoholic and abandoned the family when I was a baby. My mother was poor and I ended up in an orphanage for several years. This is why I'm stressed all the time. This is why I'm an alcoholic. This is why I never have enough. Example number two, My father was an alcoholic and left when I was a baby. I ended up in an orphanage. This is where I learned how strong I was. 
This is where I learned that a positive impact can help others. This was a training ground for the adult I would become. Example number two is, of course, Dr. Wayne Dyer. He was a huge advocate at, you know, freeing yourself by changing the way that you think about things. So what I want to tell you today, I've been, (laughs) I've really been putting some time into thinking about this. To be honest, I've been thinking about Wayne's perspective on, on, challenges with the earth, on global warming, on political conflict, on um, division in the United States, um, in the world, about violence and conflict. And, And I'm always thinking, you know, what would Wayne say? And when I was preparing to record this for you, the number one thing that it came down to for me, it boiled down to Your experience of life is internal, not external. That if you change your thoughts, you can change your life. You know, two people could be standing in the same place at the same time and have two very different experiences of the same moment. What you experience is not what is happening, but your thoughts about what is happening and the feelings that those thoughts produce. I learned that from Dr. Wayne Dyer, thankfully, at a young age, and it has fueled the direction of my life. I've been passionate about spirituality for, I'm not sure I even want to count how many years now, let's say almost 30 years. And I'm so thankful for the way that he sort of collected all of this wisdom and handed it to us in a way that's really easy to understand and really easy to apply to our own lives. So today we're talking about some of these spiritual concepts or perspectives that might be helpful with um, all of the unique challenges that we're facing in 2022. You know, some people are saying that what we're going through now with the pandemic with political division, natural disasters, and violence cannot be stopped. That what Wayne says is all nice and good, but it doesn't apply to COVID because well-wishing won't stop a virus. And without even stepping into the realms of, you know, manifestation or discussing the law of attraction, I can tell you one thing for sure. Your experience of life is internal. And therefore, you can change it. COVID could keep spreading. People might keep fighting. And you can simultaneously improve your experience of life without needing to change anything external. That is the gift here. We have an opportunity to see the power of our minds to shape our lives. Right now, you have the ideal circumstances to test out your ability to impact how you feel each day. I want you to take that opportunity and run with it. Stop reciting all the reasons why you can't be happy and start looking for all the things that you love. Focus on what you do want and you'll be planting seeds for more of that. And if you want a deeper truth, remember this, you are a spiritual being 
having a human experience. You're so much more than this body or even this one life. Dr. Dyer used to say that there are no accidents in a perfect universe. And what if there is a bigger picture here that we can't see? Now that's called faith. Louise Hay used to say that life loves you. Last season, I had on Dr. Terry Gordon, who wrote a book called No Storm Lasts Forever. He shared inspiration that he was given in his darkest moment, which says, treat this as if you had chosen it. That is such powerful wisdom. When I read that in his book, I had to stop and just process it. The power of that. Treat this as if you had chosen it. So what if you chose these circumstances? What if you chose to be alive at this time, in this place, with this family? Why might you have done that? What lessons might you learn? What blessings could come from this? What changes would this inspire that might really be needed at this time? You know, we can't see everything from our human perspective, but I trust that from a divine perspective, all is in order. And life is fragile. You know, life is temporary. Wayne used to say, life is a sexually transmitted terminal condition. And, you know, we're not going to be here forever. So if you're afraid of dying, I want that to be your reminder that life is temporary and life is precious. And I truly believe that this is maybe one tiny piece of the puzzle that we chose to incarnate as humans on this planet at this time for a reason, that we really wanted to be here. We wanted the experience of this. But who you are is not limited to this human form. You are so much more than that. And so the, the truth of you, the, the, the essence of you cannot be harmed. Whether you live or die you, the real you, cannot be harmed. And I hope that that can take some of the fear out of it for you. Wayne used to say that nobody dies before it's their time. Now, I know that we've lost a lot of people, and I've lost some people too. And there's nothing harder than that. There's nothing harder than losing somebody that you love. If you've listened to season one, you'll know full well that I am grieving the loss of my father who died in 2019, Uh, apparently spared from all of this um, pandemic craziness. But, you know, what if his soul chose that time? And what if everything really is perfect? Then if it's not your time, you're not going to die of COVID. And the thing is, We think it's such a tragedy, but I think on some level, if we could understand the big picture, death is a release and a continuing, and I think we need to have faith in something bigger. The antidote to fear is faith. Now, Wayne Dyer used to do these lists. He was a big fan of, you know, giving you 10 examples of something or, um, you know, three ways to improve your life. And in the spirit of that, I wrote down a set of um, example number one 
about this happened to me because of the pandemic. And example number two is a different perspective. Because if you think that what's been happening since 2020 is universally bad, that everything's bad, it's nothing but suffering, um, everybody's struggling, everybody's putting on weight, um, everybody is depressed, I would challenge you that that's not actually the case. Now, the stories of people that are turning their life around and doing good things are maybe not making it to the news, but they're definitely out there. And I've had an amazing opportunity to speak to some of those people on my podcast. You know, people are making beautiful life changes during this time, not in spite of this time, but because of this time. So let's call this, this happened to me because of the pandemic. Example number one. I gained 20 pounds because of lockdowns. Example two, I started exercising at home because of lockdown and I feel more fit than I have in years. There's always another approach. Example one, I'm depressed because I lost my job. I feel hopeless. Example two, I lost my job and all the stress that went with it. Now I'm reconnecting to my passions and studying for a career change. There's an opportunity here. Example one, I'm lonely because I haven't seen my friends. Example two, I found new ways of staying connected on video chat with my friends and family. And now I take walks with my neighbor. Have you started something new? Example one says, I'm not leaving the house because I know I'll get sick. I don't want to go anywhere. Example two says, because I'm home more, I really enjoy my outings to the grocery store and exploring local parks. Example one, I started drinking again because of the pandemic. Example two, because of the pandemic, I started cooking again and paying more attention to what I eat because I've been working from home. And finally, example one says, I won't feel happy again until this is over and everything goes back to normal. She's really stuck, isn't she? Here's example two. I have really enjoyed slowing down and getting more connected with what's important to me. No matter what happens next, I'm confident that I will be okay. I don't want you to feel bad (laughs) if you've been example one, you know. Like, we've all been there, but the quicker that you can turn that around and say, I have a choice here, and realize that, you know, there are examples of this. Look for examples of people who are thriving. Focus on that, and you'll see more of it. I want you to feel empowered to make healthy choices, especially in a time that doesn't feel healthy. Your power comes from within. Okay, let's jump into some wisdom straight from the mouth of Dr. Wayne Dyer. The first example I'm using is from his book, Pulling Your Own Strings. And he's talking about fear, something that resides within you. He says, most of the reasons you'd give yourself for not operating from strength involve some kind of fear of what will happen if. You may even admit that you're often paralyzed by fear. But what is it you think comes from somewhere out of the blue and immobilizes you? 
If you started on a scavenger hunt today and you were told to bring back a bucket full of fear, you could look forever, but you'd always come home empty-handed. Fear simply does not exist out there in the world. It is something that you do to yourself by thinking fearful thoughts and having fearsome expectations. You may be victimized because you've convinced yourself that some person won't like you or that some disaster will befall you or that any of thousands of other excuses if you do things your way. But the fear is internal and it is supported by a neat little system of thoughts which you cleverly use to avoid dealing directly with your self-imposed dread. If you have a guarantee that everything will be all right before you take a risk, you'll never get off a first base because the future is promised to no one. The disasters you envision will rarely surface. Remember the ancient sage who said, I'm an old man and I've had many troubles, most of which have never happened. I love what he says here about fear, and it brings me right back to what I mentioned in the beginning was the core of all of this for me, the message that life is lived in our own heads. This is a really important epiphany. We feel so justified in our fear right now because it's being blasted to us on every news channel and social media platform, but the truth is life is riddled with danger. You know, what happens if we beat COVID and this pandemic goes away forever? Will the fear go away too? No, we would simply transfer that fear onto other things. What were you afraid of before 2020? Cancer? Injury? Heartbreak? War? Gun violence? Global warming? These risks are still here. And if you cultivate fear, it will simply find a new focus. The key is to learn how to be okay in the midst of chaos, not in the absence of it. If you can be okay now, when seemingly everyone is telling you to be scared and immobilized, then you will have gained some really valuable life skills. And I want you to be okay. I want you to be okay, pandemic or no pandemic, war or peace, illness or health. And I really believe that you can. We're not immune to death, loss, illness, and pain. Wayne wasn't. But it is through these times that we discover our true selves and find the real joy in life. Feel that fear and live anyway. You don't have to be immobilized by it. It's not out there. It's in you. And that means you can change it. Okay. The first book that I ever read from Dr. Wayne Dyer was You'll See It When You Believe It. And that book is just chock full of just gorgeousness. Like I just, I just love that whole book so much. If you have not read it, please like make that your next read. It's so good. But I pulled um, two lessons that he talks about from here. And the first is everything that you are against blocks you from abundance. Everything. Decide to get your life working in a positive rather than a negative style. If you're against terrorism and war, he says, you become part of the problem. You are one more soldier fighting for what you believe in, and fighting always weakens you and brings more scarcity into your life. Instead of being against terrorism or war, 
Try being for peace. Once you are for peace, you will start directing your thoughts and consequently your actions in that direction. You will become a peacemaker simply by not being against anything. This may sound like semantic juggling, but it is much more than that. Once you are focused on something that you favor, you will expand that in your life. Mm. That's going to lead us to what you think about expands. But before we do that, I want to ask you something. Keeping in mind that everything that you're against blocks you from abundance. Everything that you are for grows. Have you pitted yourself against the coronavirus? Are you at war with COVID? Because you cannot cultivate peace by being at war with anything. I suspect that even cancer would probably do better by surrounding it with love than waging a war against your own body. So instead of being at war with COVID, try being for health. Choose food and activities that promote well-being. Focus on strengthening yourself. That's where your power is. You know, they say, like, why is the, the bird not afraid of the branch breaking? Because its faith is in itself and its ability to fly. You can have that too. Are you fighting against division? If you are, if you're mad at people who aren't doing what you think they should do, who, who think differently than you do, try sending love to them. Remember that we are all souls having a human experience. We're all souls. Even the ones that you think are doing all the damage, there's a soul in there. And we're here for a reason. And I think we need to have compassion. Only by coming together can we overcome some of these big, you know, challenges that we're facing on the planet today. Wayne was passionate about some of those things, you know. I am too. Are you raging against lockdowns or the limitations that have come with this pandemic? Instead, try promoting things that invoke a sense of freedom. You know, remember that you always have choices. Go for a walk. Change your hair. Advocate for changes in local and state government. You have choices. Okay, now we get to what you think about expands. This is also something he talks about. And you'll see it when you believe it. And it's just one of my favorite lessons. Here's what he says. What you think about expands. Thus, if your thoughts are on getting all that you can and beating the other guy you believe is trying to do you in, then you're constantly thinking about, worrying about, and planning on the notion of deception. Your thoughts are focused on the dishonesty of the other guy and the callousness of the world. That is what will expand in your life because that's what you're thinking about. Consequently, you'll find yourself getting more and more fearful about being cheated, ensuring yourself against the possibility, hiring attorneys to protect you, and loading yourself up with adversaries. You literally put yourself in an adversarial relationship with almost everyone you meet. And sure enough, you find this thing continuing to expand. You know, focus on what you do want. Stop indulging in news stories that only focus on salacious, fear-inspiring headlines. Plant seeds for your life by focusing on beauty, health, wellness, connection. What is your best case scenario for 2022? I want you to really spend some time thinking about that. 
and envisioning your ideal environment. How do you want to feel? What do you want your days to look like? How do you want to spend your time? And then start taking action on cultivating your dreams. If you're spending less time on the news and more time thinking about how you want your life to be, you will naturally start taking action in that direction and you'll start to see it manifest. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Our next lesson comes from Excuses Be Gone. He says, can I make dramatic changes in the way I live? Is it possible to change self-defeating thoughts and behaviors that have been my constant companions for as long as I can remember? Can I really do a U-turn and deprogram myself when I've never known any other way to think and act? Is it even feasible or practical for me to contemplate removing these old and familiar ways of being and open myself up to a brand new me? This book is my answer to these questions. Yes, there is a way available to you right here and now. You can relinquish any unwanted but long-held thoughts that have become your self-definition. He says, every self-limiting thought that you employ to explain why you're not living life to the absolute fullest so that you're feeling purposeful, content, and fully alive is something that you can change in reverse, regardless of how long you've held that belief, and no matter how rooted in tradition, science, or life experience it may be. Even if it seems like an insurmountable obstacle, you can overcome these thoughts, and you can begin by noticing how they've been working to hold you back. Then you can embark on a deprogramming effort that allows you to live an excuse-free life, one day at a time, one miracle at a time, one new belief at a time. This is a great book for changing your thought patterns. And he said, you know, I've talked for so many years about what to think. And this book is about how to change your thoughts, about the how. He gives you some real practical exercises to do. But what I'm going to include here today is part of a section that he had of common excuses and their affirmations, affirmations to help us overcome these common excuses that get in our way. So he had 18. I'm going to give you eight of them that I thought were really relevant to current times. Excuse number one, it will be difficult. And the affirmation is, I have the ability to accomplish any task I set my mind to with ease and comfort. Excuse number two, it will take a long time. The affirmation is, I have infinite patience when it comes to fulfilling my destiny. Excuse number three, no one will help me. The affirmation, the right circumstances and the right people are already here and will show up on time. Excuse number four, I'm not strong enough. 
The affirmation is, I have access to unlimited assistance. My strength comes from my connection to my source of being. Excuse number five, the rules won't let me. The affirmation is, I live my life according to divine rules. I want to remind you that even now you do have choices and you can take care of yourself and listen to that guidance from within. Excuse number six, it's too big. The affirmation, I only think about what I can do now. By thinking small, I accomplish great things. He got that from the Tao. Excuse number seven, I don't have the energy. The affirmation for this is, I feel passionately about my life, and this passion fills me with excitement and energy. And the last excuse, number eight, I'm too scared. The affirmation is, I can accomplish anything I put my mind to, because I know that I am never alone. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. I really believe that we're surrounded by angels, guides, and ancestors. I still feel the presence of Dr. Wayne Dyer here with us today. I hear that from so many people, particularly in their time of meditation. I think that really opens us up to receiving, which is so fitting that I just said that because my next thing to talk about is meditating for manifesting. So we can't get together and talk about tips from Wayne Dyer without including something about manifesting. It was one of his favorite things to talk about. Now this, everything we've gone through so far is really the psychological side. Change your thoughts, change your life. And that's really important. I think changing your frame of mind and gaining some new perspective can have a huge impact. But there is another level to this, and that's spirit. And the way I see it, everything is energy. You are a spiritual being. You're a being of light. Even through science, you know, we look deep enough. Everything is energy. Quantum physics is fascinating. And we're proving some of these spiritual concepts more every day. But honestly, I don't need the proof. What I want you to understand is that you are so much bigger and so much more powerful than you've probably ever imagined or given yourself credit for. And don't sell yourself short. Yes, it's great to shift your way of thinking to be more at peace with what is. And I think that's important. But you also have incredible influence over what comes your way. What are you manifesting in your life? And what you're focusing on is the biggest part of that. You know, if we have any followers here of Esther Hicks and Abraham, there's a wonderful talk with her and Wayne Dyer, but she has taught a lot about the law of attraction through channeling Abraham. And I think that's a really good area for you to learn more about. If you're new to spirituality, it might sound a little woo-woo, and, you know, it is. But I think if you just try it, you'll find that just by imagining the kind of day that you want to have, it can get you so much closer to that actually coming true. If you meditate in the morning and you think about examples of how you want your day to go, I can't tell you the number of times those things have come true. And it's just fascinating. And it's so exciting 
you know, that's one of the things that Wayne Dyer got me excited about, that we don't have to just be victims to our lives, that we can imagine the kind of life that we want to live and, and live outside of those limits, be no limit people. So do you want to be a no limit person? Well, we're two years into a pandemic. I mean, I do, right? I want to feel free. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel healthy and strong. I want to know that I'm going to be okay. And I think this is how we do that. One, by yes, changing our perspective and realizing that there's opportunity here. But two, also by, you know, returning to a spiritual side of things. And if you have a religious affiliation that is supportive for you, connecting with the divine, you know, that is wonderful too. But I think that meditation is making conscious contact with God. And I'll be honest, I struggle to maintain a consistent practice. But the more often I meditate, the more present and patient I feel in my life. So Wayne says in Manifest Your Destiny, Manifesting and meditating cannot be separated. They're like the crest and the trough of the wave, separate and distinct from each other, but always together. You cannot become adept at manifesting the desires of your heart if you're unwilling to devote time to the practice of meditation. And in this book, he's talking about meditations for manifesting, which is actually one of my favorite guided meditations. You may know it as the awe meditation. It also has om for bedtime. So it's awe in the morning and om at night. And he chants that and asks you to do it with him. But he also runs through some, some affirmations and focus on what you want to manifest it in the morning and focus on what you're grateful for at night. Now, I just checked and you can still get Meditations for Manifesting from Dr. Wayne Dyer on Hay House. They have the CD or a digital download. Audible has it. You can even find it on Spotify under Hay House Meditations. It's called Dr. Wayne W. Dyer Morning Meditation. I actually started a separate group just for meditation support. Oh, when was that? A little over a year ago. And... um. You know, I'm no expert on meditation, but I want to encourage you, if you don't already have a practice, to get started and start learning about the law of attraction. Learn more about um, manifestation. You know, it's something that I'll probably talk more about in another episode, but I just wanted to give you a little reminder that there is a spiritual side to things. And if you want to feel like you're going to be safe from this virus, if you want to feel like you're going to have the money you need to pay your bills, if you want to feel like, um, you know, the weather's going to be good and you're going to have joy, like start envisioning those things for yourself in your morning meditation and you might just be able to bring that about. I mean, why not give it a try? Now, the other piece of that that he talks about is detach from outcome. He says, banish doubt and enter into the realm of certainty. Ah, it sounds beautiful. When you have removed the doubt about your ability to manifest, it will be easy to detach yourself from the outcome and all of the details. Your trust in yourself and in the divine energy of the universe is all you will need. Leave your expectations and go about your business. Once you have put your awe meditation out into the universe through the opening of the third eye, simply forget about it and get on with the business of your daily life. Do not keep looking for reasons to disbelieve your ability to attract to yourself what you desire. Believe in yourself. 
detach from outcome, you know, put it, put it out there. Like this is, this is the vision for my life, for my day, for my year that feels really good. And, and this is what it looks like to me. And I'm going to sit in the feeling of that. And I'm going to trust that it's on its way. And then I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go knowing that the universe is supporting me and that whatever's for my best and highest good is going to come my way. And that's a beautiful practice. I hope that some of these lessons from Dr. Wayne Dyer have been helpful to you. And more than anything, I just want this to be an example that, you know, his wisdom is still relevant today. Pick up any book from Dr. Wayne Dyer and it's going to help you through what we're going through right now for what you're going through right now, because our experience of life is internal and you can be okay regardless of what's happening in the external world. Life loves you. I love you. I want you guys to take care of yourselves, you know, and, and look for opportunities for new levels of health and wellness, emotional well-being, mental well-being. You know, you got to take care of yourself. You're no good to anybody if you don't take care of yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper into some of the teachings that we covered today from Dr. Dyer, check out some of the books um, that we talked about, Pulling Your Own Strings. You'll see it when you believe it. Excuses be gone and manifest your destiny. Honestly, you can't go wrong with anything from Dr. Dyer. And I just know that if he was here today and we asked him for advice, he would tell us he already wrote it all down. I want to thank you so much for listening to Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life and telling your friends about it. Check out the subscriber benefits for Patreon and get more details of this podcast at NadiaDelacruz.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Big love to you all. Namaste. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.